tape it on and so yeah. So that's what happened. We well, died. Now at the top <laughs> it says forty it. minutes. <laughs> what happened, Jay? Now at the top it says Zoom meeting forty minutes. All right, well we've got forty minutes left to fucking shoot the shit and then we'll figure out a different platform for next week. Fuck Zoom. Yeah, that's weird, dude. Zoom just hung up on us, everybody. Yeah. Son of a gun. We're First back, bitches. Yeah, I'm insulted. I'm offended. I'm going to have to actually edit this son of a bitch and put them two shows together. So as soon as it cut off, I hit the end record. That way it wasn't just soaking up dead air on the SD card yeah, and the board. But right. anyway, we're up, we're back on now. I'm so offended. I'm gonna, okay, Give me a minute. I'm going to go post, post about it on Facebook. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is emotionally distraught. Oh, man. Got your panties <laughs> in the wad. You need a, uh, what they call it, a comfort room or a quiet zone or something like that? I just need my weed and I'll be fine. Well, there you go. Looks and like you puppy. got that. A puppy? A puppy. And a puppy would be nice. A puppy would be nice, yes. Fuck puppies. <laughs> I hate dogs. <laughs> More of a cat guy, Jason? Yeah, I got yeah. two cats. But I ain't feeding nothing that can't feed me when times get hard. <laughs> you know, it depends fucking... how you look at it, Jay. You <laughs> ever had a dog? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Times ain't got that hard. All right, guys. If y'all see another countdown, let me know because I've got nothing on here now. It's just normal looking screen. All right. But anyway, we'll continue with the uh, the Damascus Sandmai shattering events that you guys. I don't yeah. have those kind of problems. Oh, yeah. You know, I just we were saying how it looks like wood, the yeah. grain, the rock. Yeah, that never yeah. happens to me. I never have problems with my Sandmai. Well, yeah, well, we had problems, obviously, Jason. Well, I didn't do any, so that's probably why I didn't have any problems. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not doing it again with 1090, 80 CRV2, or 1070, well, you said. I've talked to so many people, and they've done it and been successful. And, you know, you need a, a slower quenching oil. So my next attempt is going to be in AAA. Oh. Because yeah. I did Parks 50, I had the problem. I yep. did canola oil. Uh, heated, had a problem. Right. And I did canola oil room temp and had a problem. Hmm. Do you heat your uh, Parks 50? No. I don't heat it because my shop's heated. I'm at oh, room okay. temp. Yeah. I make sure mine's at least 90 degrees before I quench really? it. Out. Yeah. No, I haven't yet, and I've read that you don't really have to. The, part of the AAA needs to be heated, but which I do. Well, I think when I got my bucket, there was a paper on it somewhere that said it performs best from like 90 to 120 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I just throw a little piece of scrap metal in the forge and get it red hot and just toss it in there. And then later on when I'm done, if I need another little tiny piece, I'll throw it in there. Or if it's, you know, getting a little too warm, I'll stick something cold in there, like a piece of rebar, just let it prop up on the side. But okay. when I'm when I'm done, I'll just get a magnet and kind of pick all that crap up and throw oh, it to the side for next round. Nice. I was wondering how I was going to get all those fucking railroad spikes out of my fucking ammo can. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of them telescoping magnets is what I use. Yeah. I got some, I got a pretty big ammo can. So I, you know, I use that for my canola oil. That's what I got for my tank too. Cause it's got that sealable lid on it. Yep. So I don't have to worry about taking it in and out. It just stays outside. When I first started, uh, I was so fucking, I'm that kind of person, you know, I'm a logical thinker and whatnot. And, uh, so when it came to heating up oils and all that stuff, my other quench tank I got is a tall ammo can, the tall skinny ones. They're pretty mm. wide. So uh, I went all out. Like I got a hot water element in there with a grill over it. So if I drop steel, it doesn't hit the element. 
Uh, that's all hooked up to a, a PID and everything. Wow, that's and a little overkill. I set my PID to uh, to one twenty three or mm-hmm. whatever it was to give me because there's like a variance of uh, three degrees each way up and down, two or three I think it was set for. Anyway, so I'd bring my oil right up the heat, you know, and I just look at the wall on my box and it would you know, oh eighty something degrees oh oh one twenty oh good. I've just got a meat thermometer with a piece of wire wrapped around it and then a little loop that goes over the edge of the tank. Uh, so about this much, of, about two to three inches of the meat thermometer probe is down in the oil. So that's about as basic as I knew how to do it. I would have never thought a water heater element with uh, all that. <laughs> Whatever oh, you that just is, you plug just, it in. You plug it, plug it in, turn around and do your things. You know what I'm saying? It was just convenient. But I've seen people use like uh, plug it in, you know, and there's wires and this and that to a quench tank. I've seen people use not a crock pot, but like one of those, uh, I guess like a soup pot. But instead of uh, having yeah. high low, you can actually select the temperature. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a really mm-hmm. good idea. If it was a uh, serving warmer, yeah, these, but you can yeah, actually yeah. set a temperature on it. Now, as far as being able to hold enough oil to get a blade in there and have room to agitate it. That's where my concern would be. Cause I mean, what's that made out of probably ceramic or porcelain or something. seems like if you was to bump the side of that with a hot blade, it'd probably make a mess pretty quick. Um, good. That would, that would be awful. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Cleaning up oil. You know what agitates me and is awful. Zoom. Tell us. Zoom. 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 Yeah. It pissed me off. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not over this yet, guys. I was oh, fucking no. rocking it; it cut me off. <laughs> well, we got Brian Cohen in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, mine's already warmed up, and I'm gonna do it for Lando. Psst, psst, psst. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's his job on the show. So, yeah, we'll make it yours for tonight or today, whatever time it is for you guys. Yeah, we're recording tonight as well. So, oh, I heard he got some belts in the mail, right? He did. Yeah, how's he liking them? He doesn't have a two by seventy two yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is his thing. He he starts a project and he doesn't really finish it. I think he has two kits for making two by seventy twos at his place. Well, that's so. the old cart before the horse, ain't it? <laughs> he, he gets excited we've talked about this and he just goes all out and gets what he wants to get and then now that you say that he did mention that to me when i was getting his address and all for the giveaway right he said he was building a two by 72 but had a one by 30 i said dude you can get you know whatever you want let me know if you want extra one by 30s cool if you want to go ahead and stock up on two by 72 belts do it i figured he'd have it done like next week you know no, he's uh he's he's moving into a new place. Right. I think next week. So once he's uh set up in his shop again, I'm sure he'll uh he'll be one of his projects now that he has all these these awesome belts. Yeah. Where do they come from? They come from Phoenix Abrasives. They're your one stop shop for all of your abrasives needs. You can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com forward slash shop. Use the promo code Hustle Ten at checkout for ten percent off of your entire order. 
That wasn't a recording. That, I watched no, Jason not. just spit that out like it was a recording, edited, and like cleaned that. I Holy think that God, was my Jason. cleanest one yet. I made it all the way through that. Uh, they're all good, dude. I'm about to just start calling you Rob, that guy from fucking Prices right in the back. Fucking call him. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> when he's reading the descriptions to the items, you know, or yeah. whatever. Here we um, have a 12 pack of soup. From Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the dumbest shit on there. I think it's worth $6.47. <laughs> the funniest thing to me is when, like, a dude gets up and his his big prize is, like, some name brand shoes and it's, like, all these heels and purses and stuff. Yeah. And the dude's like, what the fuck do I want that for? <laughs> but anyway. And want tools. Yeah, right? They should have, like, a stage that turns you know and then fucking oh shit we got a dude coming up turn the stage you know it's this price set well they're they're not allowed to do things like that nowadays because that could be uh assuming you might offend someone exactly you know who's offended uh, Tobin. yeah i'm offended yeah well you'll get over it yeah i'm about to I'm almost there so justin where you're on the west coast right no, I'm smack dab right in the middle. Oh, okay. I thought you were on yeah. the west side of the Canadias. No, right in the middle. There's uh, just outside of the city, there's a big, big, huge, well, it's not a banner, but whatever. Let's call it a banner. And it says Center Canada right there. And you can stop and take pictures. And I don't know. People do. There's a big red chair. A <laughs> <laughs> big red chair. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the middle of the country. Yeah, right in the middle of the yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. It's uh, so. What time is it where you're at right now? It is four thirty. Okay, cool. So you're behind us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's already starting to get dark here. It is dark here. <laughs> it's like so close to dark. It's not all the way dark, Man. and it's five thirty. Holy crap! That's six thirty here, and it's pitch black right now out there. That's so weird that you're an hour ahead of me because if you look at a map, it seems like you're straight up. Like we should be in the same grid. Dude, listen to this. Listen to this. This is <laughs> the craziest fucking shit. And I've always wondered why and how. Okay. And why is it still this way? It's kind of like daylight savings. Why the fuck does that shit still exist? That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, where I am, it's 630 right now. I crossed the river. Into Fort Kent, Maine. I could I look across the river from yeah. my house from the front window, and it's five thirty there. It's not six thirty. It's five thirty. What are you smoking, Nick? I know. I swear <laughs> to God, it's five thirty in Fort Kent right now in Maine. Like you Crazy. cross that, you cross that river, and it's five thirty. You're an hour behind in time. In time, you just went back in the past. Um, you go to the Quebec border, which is less than 10 minutes from here by the lake. Uh, the Quebec provincial border is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you cross that border, you're an hour behind. So like how many times can you hit 420 in one day then? That was a good one. Three I'll times, see, man. I'll see, I'll see you Saturday morning for twenty Manitoba time. <laughs> so here's awesome. here's what I'm you in. do. Here's the plan for what you do with your time thing that you got going on here. So you're one hour ahead of people in Maine, right? Yeah. 
So what you do is when it comes six o'clock, you watch the news, you get them Powerball numbers, and then you call yeah. your friend down there in Maine, tell him before it comes out, he can go on and go down to the store, and then y'all split it. Well, I'm pretty sure if we did have Powerball here, that if the numbers were to come out at like six o'clock, it would probably be six o'clock in the states and seven o'clock here. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, they, they they won't call them at five. <laughs> so wait another filed. hour and call them at five and four, Ken. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, it's worth a shot. Hey, you never know. You could always get <laughs> I got a time machine in the backyard. You got a what? Time machine. Oh yeah, will it go eighty-eight miles an hour? No. Nah. Well, my grinder probably goes about that, if not more. Yeah, especially that tracking wheel once you sling a belt, huh? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got a bruise from a belt hitting me in the chest. Really? Damn. Damn. Crap. Yeah, 36 grit belt. Cool. Fucking, I had her right up to 11. And, uh, yeah, I caught the corner of, uh, I was rounding off the pillars to my second grinder. And I guess when I was grinding off the corner of the pillar, the, the square tubing, yeah, I guess I caught the belt in a weird way with the sharp corner or whatever, and the belt exploded and jumped at me and uh, smacked me right like across the chest on the shoulder. Wow, shoulder blade, mm. uh, not shoulder blade, but collarbone. And and, uh, and you're offended by Zoom. Dude, my, <laughs> I love my grinders. <laughs> Even yeah. if they were to fucking do look at my thumb, if you could see my thumb, like good, it's you black. Know, well, because it's trying to grow back. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, there's missing like a. Well, there was missing a good quarter inch of my nail. That's growing back slowly. <sighs> and then the tip of my thumb still looks funny. Have you taken out any chunks of your fingers, Jason? Not with a grinder. Okay. Right. Wait till it happens. It's so fun. Well, the other day, I actually, I was grinding a knife, and I went up to the grinder, and I don't know what the hell happened. Somehow or another, I went up to it wrong, and like you said, it, I was up to 11. And I was setting bevels, and when I went to hit the belt, it snatched it out of my hand, and the tip Ooh. of my thumb hit the belt, but yep. it didn't grind into me. I didn't have a tool rest or anything. It didn't grind into me. What it did is it hit my thumb. And it pushed my arm back so hard, I felt it, like, in my shoulder and down into my chest muscle. Like, it just, huh. I mean, it, yeah, was, no. it was a slam. Just bam. Guy kicks. Yeah. That sucked. You ever catch your thumb in the, in the you know, surface conditioning belt? The, the, the. No. Belt? No. Yeah. What Jason just described. That's what happens. What happens, yeah. And uh, it's, it kind of feels like a. You know when you're playing basketball and you jam your finger or whatever? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, kind of that's awful. Like your thumb is going back to your wrist. So, oh, fuck, does it kick? Yeah. But uh, 36 grit belts to get bitten by them, I don't mind. It's not as painful as like a 220 or something like that. <laughs> Ain't you figured out what's causing all this shit yet? <laughs> what's your favorite one to get like chewed up by? Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Axirox ones are actually pretty fucking neat because they can bite you more than once. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, fucking like I said, I got bit by a 220 one time, and boys, did that hurt for the longest time. Like seriously, it burnt that whole day. Uh. And the next day, my finger was so sensitive, my thumb, I mean, and it was just like fuck, you know. It wasn't my first time, but it, like at a high grit, worse <sighs> mm. than rug burn. I burnt the shit out of myself last night across the palm of my hand. 
Oh, no. Not bad enough to hurt me bad, but it was like I call myself a lot of stupid names because it was a stupid move I did. So when I was normalizing, I got all my Ninja Turtle blades heat treated last night, and they all survived, thank God, because there was a lot of sharp lines with all that file work and that plunge line and I, I rounded everything over best to kill with scotch brights before I went in, you know, just to break the nineties, but everything came out good. So when I normalize in between each cycle, I got little wire hooks hanging from the ceiling in the shop and I'll just hang them on them hooks by one of the holes in the handle just to let them air cool, you know, but they stay straight gravity ideally. And, you know, would keep them straight. And I've done it a million times, but when I went to that hook in the back, usually it's cooled off enough to where I'll pull it off the hook and I'll sit it on a fire brick. I'll go to the next one and kind of go through the line. But usually I grab mm-hmm. them off that hook with a pair of pliers just because, you know, not tongs or nothing. That's in the back of the shop. I just grab a pair of pliers, take them off. I walk right up to that thing and just grabbed it, and I was, son of a bitch, that's still hot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hot enough to where, luckily, I let go of it quick enough that it didn't hurt me. But when it hit the floor, it started smoking on the wood floor. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hot. I've dropped I've dropped the knife the on the floor before, and it went up into flames yep. on the wood floor. Crazy. The second oh, I yeah, picked it up, the floor. fire was out. You know what I mean? But it did. It left like a burnt mark, shape yeah. of a knife on the floor. I have a good dozen burnt knife forms on my floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they fly off. Like, well, just earlier, I don't know. I got a reset a pair of my thong, thongs. Because uh, I wasn't getting a good grip on my stock, so I think they spread open a bit. Because mm. they're uh, link tongs for like quarter inch stock by one and a half. So I started hammering in like my uh, you know, my my bar of steel just kept on jumping out of my tank, my tong. Fuck, sake. Sketchy. Right. Yeah, you need to adjust those. Sometimes the rivets get a little loose, or yeah. maybe the they, they take a shit ton of impact. So, well, that's the thing too. You yeah. know, you beat on them from every fucking way inside. So, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're actually forging blades, like it's not like just putting a, a textured finish on it. You know, it's you're beating the shit out of it, and there's techniques to it. You know, you gotta you gotta put your weight into these these pieces and these tools. You know, like, yeah. Nobody teaches you that if there's nobody around. So you you figure it out on your own. You drop a lot of hot steel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You'll have shit slip out of those fucking tongs left and right, and you'll you'll hit your anvil in a stupid way with your hammer. You know, it's just, but you, oh, okay, if I do this this way, it'll be way easier. So, like I said, I just, I push into my tongs, and I just lean over the anvil, and when I'm hammering tips in and all that stuff, you know, I'm not jumping all over the place with it. So it's there. Yeah, you see some guys forging, and they're like forging from one side to the other of the anvil because it's just bouncing around everywhere. So you know, put it down, hold it down, beat it up. Hmm. I need a new stump. The bottom of my stump has started to like crown, okay. so it kind of it 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 doesn't roll around, but it like pivots on that that crown, and. Uh, it's a little annoying, obviously. That comes with old age. Sure. It's possibly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that stump will start to settle all on you. <laughs> all of my stumps uh, rock around like that, too, because none of them are true flat or whatever. There's something off because, you know, they're kind of bigger and cut with smaller chances. So, anyways, uh, I just 
little pieces of cutoffs from handle uh, handle material. Stuff it underneath. Shim yeah. up. Yeah, I hit one up on a grinder and uh, gave it a wedge to it. Uh, hmm. I kicked that underneath the stump, and then the other one, I just put a whole quarter inch piece of handle material under there. Stops rocking. <laughs> you Man. know, does it affect the anvil itself? Probably because the energy and all that shit, you know, it's not being pushed down. Because they're saying technically an anvil should be on a stump buried four feet round. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Uh, I've heard that before, but four feet round? No, in the ground. Oh, in the ground. Four feet deep. I've heard that. My stump is on the ground, but it's on the dirt ground. It's outside. Yeah. And I did How take long a is shovel. Your stump? That's about uh, <laughs> about belt high. Little low. But nice. um yeah, I I took a flat shovel and my yard's on a hill anyway. I kind of leveled out the best I could, you know, starting from the low side and going flat. But it still wasn't perfect. So I did, like you're saying, a lot of that, pick it up with the shovel and kick some dirt under it. So it's <laughs> not a perfect contact. But over time, I mean, it's been out there three years now. Dirt and stuff has washed down around it. So it looks like it's buried in the ground now just because of the stuff that's washed up. Yeah. But it's... It's actually sitting on the ground, and I can whack the shit out of anything, and I don't feel any kind of hollowness, I guess you'd say. Like, yeah. like it's oh, not well. making contact. It, <laughs> it feels solid as shit to me. But, again, I'm not forging hard every day like the, the super-duper pickle. I'm just <laughs> learning, dude. I ain't hard yet. Wait I ain't even I, learned yet. Wait till I get, like, a while ago, like I said, when I was fiddling around with my forge and all that in the burner and I forged out that blade, like, I noticed my time, time that it takes to forge out a profiled blade, like, the profile itself from straight up stock bar yep. profile, no forged bevels or nothing to say yet. Uh, it took me about two heats, 15 minutes to get my front done, and then I okay. handle in about two heats and 10 minutes to get the handle done. So, and that's full cool. time? Yeah. So that's pretty good if you that's ask me. That's impressive as shit if you I've ask seen, me. I've seen knives taking me an hour when I first started say, let's forge a blade. It would take me like an hour to forge out a blade, you know, an hour, oh, yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. And then uh, I started learning, you know, putting bevels in slowly here and there, trying and not doing that great at it, then just picked it back up a few weeks ago and was like, all right, I got I want to make it this way. This is how it's going to be. This mm-hmm. is Ooh, this is where I am. When you're doing your bevels, do you hammer on both sides of the blade, or do you yes. work one side? Very, very important. Uh, I run, say, like, when I'm pulling down my steel on my uh, bottom of my bevel on the edge, like from the edge, I, I start hammering there. And uh, and that's what's going to bring, like, like I do it kind of like Jason Knight does it. You know, I put the curve in my blade front before I start pulling out the blade for the bevels. That way it straightens itself out once you start pulling down the steel. Okay. But when you're beveling, you like I said, you got to bevel both sides. I do one run alongside the blade, turn it around, do the other run. Okay. And after that, you know, I flip it over and I move up a little bit higher and then bevel that down and then put it back in the heat if I have to. Or if I could get mm-hmm. three runs both sides, I'll do three runs. And then... Is there any advantage to doing it that way other than just going the one side and then... Straightening uh, it out. I, prob- I to be honest with you, 
I wouldn't want to try because I could just imagine from doing it myself, you know, and I'm, I'm saying this, don't take my word for it. I'm just Nick Tobin here, token Tobin. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Give me a hammer. I'll make you a knife. But, uh, what was the question again? If <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, I just came back. All right, uh, I would see it maybe being a hassle trying to get shit straight again because when I'm looking at yeah. it and I'm forging it, the, the, okay, there's wonkiness in it. There, it, I want it fixed to prevent, you know, a hassle down the road for sure. So I could imagine if you're only doing one side, you know, because I'm I'm constantly correcting if I have to from one side. It's fucking reverse cameras. Huh? <laughs> but anyways yeah you know whatever my bevel is if I, like say if i'm more slanted to one side i'm like this for say well i want to bring that other changing it from a chisel edge to uh yeah, yeah, edge. exactly yeah and you know you say that that little shop scalpel i made the other day kind of like i, I did one bevel on that and uh to keep the, the back of it flat and I could see what we're talking about in that piece right there. If I were to go get it and show it, it would be easier for me to explain what I'm trying to say right now. But no, you definitely want to bevel both sides, like hammer both sides evenly. I could see it being a hassle afterwards. Like I've done it both ways. And yeah, the hassle of getting that edge straight again. The edge and it's it's not like the Ricasso centered with the, the blade as well too. You yeah, know, you yeah. can get your blade flat and straight as much as you want and have a bevel in it, but your your, your Ricasso and Tang are going to end up off or whatever if you're doing a hidden Tang or, and yeah, you could put it in the vice and heat up that area and then a pair of pliers yeah. or whatever tongs and try to straighten shit out. But like I said, it's I'd rather hammer it out and then when it's off the anvil, it's there. I don't know, not have to go back or anything. Piss around with it. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. But like I said, the last two or three ones that I forged, you know, I did a lot of uh, practicing on the bevels with uh, the blacksmith knives that I've made. Mm, yeah. So I was using scrap steel and I was wanting to get the most I could out of the steel, you know. So I was pulling as much as, a, as, a, as I could downwards, drawing it out as much as I could. You know, it's not. It looks stupid that a tang on a blacksmith blacksmith knife, you know, you need at least 11 inches long that tang tapered out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you need at least that. I didn't know that. You know, somebody wouldn't have told me I would have ended up short or way too long. You know? Yeah, I, I had done a whole bunch of them last year and they're technical like to get the like the right the right balance between blade length and handle length yep. and then your little scroll. Oh yeah. Like every, there's, there's a lot of like play in there to like, screw up or to get it really nice too. So yeah. like the last one I did is not my cleanest of forging. Like, like the bevels and everything are nice. My scrolls a little shitty. The scroll is nice itself, but it got flattened out conky when it was my fault. Mm. But I was trying to get my scroll to bevel with my bevels, you know, taper down with my bevel. Right. Because the scroll comes right up behind, you know, the, the blade, you know, and that's all tapered. And my scroll was sitting fatter 
than the blade oh. itself. And I hadn't grounded out yet, you know? That's okay, though. I didn't want it to be like that, though. That then it's me. not okay. Oh, it was offensive. <laughs> very, very offensive. <laughs> but your your goal was to do nice bevels, so. Yes, nice bevels. Yeah. The scroll I didn't really care too much about, but uh, next ones are going to be done carefully, these scrolls, because I actually made a pair of scrolling tongs. Cool. Because I was using a pair of tweaked out fucking needle nose pliers. Like they're all bent, so I'm gonna try. It wasn't working. Doing shitty shit. Uh-huh. So that picture you sent me of the hand forged needle nose pliers, those are scrolling tongs. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> those came out pretty cool. Too. Those were cool looking as hell. I just I don't do a lot of forging. Yeah. I mean, I've I done sand my billets and stuff, but mm-hmm. once I get it set and I can draw it out, that doesn't seem to be a problem. But shaping it. I screw something up right quick. It's doable. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens. I no what I was doing at first. Well, I got a tip forged into that Damascus billet that I've been working on, and I was pretty proud of that. But if, you want a, if you want a tip on doing tips, I just got another warning that we got 10 minutes left that you got to do. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I see it too. All right, guys, we go wrap this thing up in 10 minutes. Yeah, but um, speaking of tips, if you want a tip for tips. Just a tip. Yeah, just the tip. When you're forging out, just the tip. Uh, round off, round off your uh, corner of corner of your billet. Round it off on the grinder. Yeah. So that way, when you're hammering that down to bring it back, you're not getting that fish uh, fish mouth fish lips. Hmm. You're not yeah. getting that. I fought with that for a while. Your blade down that way, and the bottom part to be flat. But that bottom part, yeah, does. Because when you're rounding that top corner off, that's actually the top of your knife, you know, the top of the spine. Right. Yo, Jason, what kind of steel do you use for your knives? Mostly 1095, sometimes mm-hmm. 1084, pretty much always 10 series. Okay. It's just what I started with, and it's worked for me. Um, I've got some ADCRV2. Right. And I've made a couple knives out of it, but I haven't been able to heat treat it right. I don't have a kiln. So it just hasn't worked. I did sell a couple of knives last year that were ADCRV2, but I sent them off to have them heat treated. Okay. And by the time I factored in my steel price and shipping back and forth to do that, it wasn't worth it. No. I mean, it just absolutely was not worth it. The knives were cool, but they weren't, you know. And also, at the, back then, I wasn't charging what I am now. So that left my profit margin next to nothing. Right. But they went out the door. You know what I mean? It's it's better than taking a loss. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, mostly 10 series. I mean, every now okay. and then I'll get like a – well, no, it's still 10 series. I was going to say 1080 or 15 and 20 when I do my semi, but, you know, that's mm-hmm. 15 series, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I stick to the basics. It works. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like 1095 because I can set up my own pretty easy in it if I decide to do that. Right, right. Even just the edge quench will leave a pretty cool temper line yeah. on a, yeah, on ten ninety five. Yeah, I like like when there's contrast in the blade, and if you can contrast in the handle as well, and, and get that that different look to it, oh, it yeah. just makes it so special. Like that last one I did. Did you? Yes, exactly. Your kitchen knife. Uh, yeah, the the Santa Cruz there, the six inch Santa Cruz. Fuck, dude, that came out nice. Like Santa nice. Cruz. 
Yeah, no, it'd be like the hormone is beautiful. There's like no ghost lines or nothing. It's just so tight and clean. It's and like matching on both sides. Like she's a real beauty. Yeah, she's a beaut. And the handle itself looks like it would have hormones in it too, you know, and then it's got like looks like almost there'd be a forge scale on there too. So it's like fuck this mm. thing. When I when I when I got done with that knife, like etching it and all that, I already knew what handle material I was gonna use, like and it hadn't been pulled out yet. Like it's just I knew I had something for that blade, you know. And when I took it out, I was like, Yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, fuck yeah, boys. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck I, yeah, bubs. I think my set off right now is the is my firework. I think that's what's setting my blades apart. And awesome. I'm loving it. I've never tried it. But it's like the process of it hurts. But oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, between the tips of your two fingers and your wrist and the palm of your hand and your thumb, it, it's it sucks. I use but files so quite a bit. Worth it. Um, golf balls on the ends works pretty good because it just sits right inside the palm yep. of your hand. Yeah, um, I, I actually just did that on the last ones I did. But nice. then you still got to put that downward pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you still got that line right oh, in yeah. the middle of your finger. So Why don't you just tape like a popsicle stick to your finger? Well, because then I'd have tape <laughs> on my finger. <laughs> That's what we do in Canada. We just popsicle sticks on our fingers. All the time, dude. I broke my finger when I was 16 uh, on my bike, and uh, we had Battle of the Bands. And, uh, like, it was, like, Battle of the Bands was Saturday. I broke my finger Thursday. Uh oh, so you had yeah, Battle of the Band Aids. The Battle of the Band Aids, yeah. No, I popsicle stick that <laughs> shit with fucking duct tape for a couple of days, and then duct tape did good and went to Battle of the Bands and played bass. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> that finger's all crooked now, and it doesn't straighten out no more like this one here. Yeah, you, you got on to me last week. No more showing our fingers to the Zoom cameras. Yeah. I was the guilty culprit yeah. last week. <laughs> we got five minutes left. Fucking A. Fucking A, yeah. yeah this is bullshit. <laughs> so fucking offended. I, dude, I just, it popped up on my screen that said, dude, you want to upgrade? And I clicked upgrade and it just went away. I was going to do whatever, hmm. you know what I mean? So that it didn't cut us off, but. I don't know because the remaining time still shows. Four minutes. 36 seconds. I have no counter. See, so yeah, I'm about to fucking take a hoot. So this, oh, going to be 420 in a second. Take a hoot. Oh, yeah. yeah. 421, 420. There you go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you said 420, I think it's not only two-hour time difference we have, but I think it's two hours and two seconds because you said 420, and it was 422 on my timer. Oh. Yeah, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> Different <laughs> parallel dimensions or something's going on here. Yeah, I've got no timer on my screen, guys, at all. Oh, shoot. That's all right. Fucking Zoom's about to offend me in like three minutes and 45 seconds. So. Oh, yeah, dude. Remaining meeting time. Three hours, 41 minutes. No, three minutes, hours, 37 minutes. seconds. It's about to You're end. Right. It's yeah, about to here. end. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us through this pile of shit. We'll be <laughs> back next that. week. I'm going to try to edit this all together. And if not, uh, guys, I'll tell you what, if it don't work, we might just redo this shit Monday afternoon and start from scratch. I'll just have to come up with a way where we can start it 
on something besides Zoom because yeah. fuck Zoom. Oh, you know what I would do? I would just leave it. If you could tape them both together and make them ass to end, like ass to ass, end to end, like where it's just one file that plays the two recordings. Is that possible? It is oh, yeah. sometimes, but I have to do that in an app called GarageBand, and it makes the file too big to upload in the transistor. So then it's got to be compressed mm-hmm. and all kind of weird shit. So if okay. I do it, it's probably going to be part one, part two. Okay. That's just super simple. You know what I mean? Because I was going to say if you could that just uh, – I was going to say for the listeners. Because uh, it was kind of funny. Yeah. And because the comeback to is like, oh, shit, you know, just cut off, and then we come back to that. Well, we'll just let it roll in part one, part two. Yeah. So, Justin, you're welcome back on here anytime you feel like it. If Fantastic. you ever want somebody south of the border on your podcast, let me be the first. Awesome. And that's something we have been talking about. We're just, right, for right now, we're trying to feature Canadian Smiths because. Well, I just featured two Canadian Smiths. So. It's true. It's true. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Hustle and Grind podcast. I am Jason Hartwell with my homies, Nick Tobin from Pickle Cutters and Justin Lemarul. Loverball. From (laughs) Rainy Day Four. Thanks, guys. Y'all tune in and check us out again next week. Till then, keep on hustling and keep on grinding. Peace out.